My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Don, and I'm Caddy's wife. Happy Thanksgiving. If you're listening on Upload Day, it's Thanksgiving. Do you have your Yule Log on? I love that Yule Log. You know how you pot it up on Netflix? What I like to do is I have my regular fire, my real fire going, our real fire going in the keeping room, and then I have the Yule Log above it. So it's almost like a double-down fireplace going. You know what I mean? I just think that this, the holidays are going to be so different this year. Well, we're in it. We're here today. Well, I know, Donna, but I just think that, you know, you used to wake up on Thanksgiving and you watch the parades. and Things what? are different. I know it's they just... are, but it doesn't mean that I have to like it. Okay. You've got to stop. You've got to start liking it. Get liking the... the pandemic? Yes. Okay, I'm not liking the pandemic. We're the, you know, come on. We can't keep not liking it. I do want to talk about a few Thanksgiving mishaps that have happened to us over the years. If you're listening on Upload Day and you are a new cook or you're say you're having your whole family over and you're going to try to impress them and you're having your, maybe you're not even married yet. You're having your in-laws over, your future in-laws. Social distancing. Social distancing, all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> take people's temperatures as they come whatever. through the garage. Whatever. Uh, do not forget to take that little bag out of the turkey. What little bag? The bag with all the extra special stuff. Like the gizzards and the goozards and the, all that stuff. One time I didn't and cooked it in the turkey. What are you supposed to do with it? You set it aside. Some people use it for other stuff, but you have to clean, you know, I cleaned out my turkey because you have to clean that turkey out good. Get your hand up in there, run them through warm water, lots of stuff. I mean, there's some stuff going on. Flip them over. It's not pretty. Cooking a turkey is not pretty, but well worth it. Now, I've cooked some good turkeys. I've cooked an upside down turkey one time because somebody said you let all the drippings go down and you had to flip him like every two hours upside down. Amazing. That was a good one. But you ain't got to baste it and butter it, and it's all that white, weird little skin. Oh, What what happened when you left the geezers inside? I, the little, was it a plastic? It was a plastic Yes. Bag? My mom came, and she was like, are you going to put stuffing in the inside of the bird? I was just married, not to you, someone else. And they, they were like, okay, are you going to put your stuffing inside the bird? And I'm like, yeah, I think so. And my mom reached in there, and she's like, Donna Kay, you didn't take the bag out. I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know. I didn't watch my mom make a turkey. My mom just made the turkey. Nobody told me. I didn't read the instructions. I just knew I had to wash it, butter it up, stick it in there, and cook it for a long-ass time. Well, without the bag. So if you're listening and you're like, oh, God, I didn't know there was a bag in there, there's still time for you to reach in there and grab that bag, pull it out. (laughs) And then there was the time where we made turkey legs, okay? And we have a double oven. And we, so we, we ate most of the turkey legs, but then like you do on Thanksgiving, because there's just no room for anything like today as you're, maybe there's more room because you don't have as many people, but normally, and you know how it is at our house, there's stuff everywhere. Every nice piece of china, every piece of silverware, every gravy bowl, everything is being used. People running around. You've got benches. I've got people sitting on like just rogue chairs. Well, so you just put things places and you're like, I'll get to that later. Well, we put the turkey legs in the bottom oven and we did not find them until Christmas. A month later. And let we me tell need you, both ovens yeah, because everybody's normally back we just need one o- Yeah. Normally we just need one oven, but we, everybody's coming back for Christmas for round two. Crank up the ice machine. What was the first thing? Well, let me tell you what. Okay, what let's gave talk it, about the ice. Well, hang on. What gave it away oh. is you preheated the oven. Yes. And, and it started smell, to smell. And oh it was my the, God. It was the chicken to turkey legs, like oh. Renaissance Festival style turkey legs. But had basically. From a, from a month prior. 
Yeah. And they had started to reheat after sitting there for oh. a month in the bottom oven. It was bad. Yeah. It's like, how? What's, what smells? And it looked like, I a, was, it looked I like a buzzard or something. I mean, yeah. it was just dilapidated turkey legs. But let's talk about the ice, ice and your mother and her obsession with okay. the ice. Right. Well, I love your mother. mother. Well, and my mother. It's everyone. It's all the old people that come over. There was a period of time. Where we had one of those, we always have, you know, everybody has a fancy refrigerator now. But what always goes down on the fancy refrigerator? The ice maker. And so are you going to spend another four grand on a refrigerator just because your ice maker doesn't work? And trust me, you've had the person over to try to fix it two or three times. And if you've ever looked at these new fancy ice makers, they look like Tonka toys. They're like plastic pieces and things don't go together. So I will say there was this period of time probably like four or five months because our refrigerator was perfect was but we, it was like you, a, are you talking about when we didn't have ice we didn't have ice yeah, it was longer than that it was a couple of years and it's like things you learn to live with because our refrigerator was great i mean or it was live without which yeah. was ice yes. for us and we did nobody we everybody knew like our family knew we don't have ice we don't have an ice maker but our drinks were it. cold right because we had another refrigerator in the garage that housed all the drinks and so it was kind of like who needs ice we don't need ice but every time your mother came down for her nightly cocktail her her diet mountain dew vodka drink right or drinks she was like where's the ice and we're like we don't have ice what do you mean you don't have ice and then it would just become this huge conversation of do you need ice like your mountain dew's cold well i like ice so you would have to go and buy like bags of ice half dozen bags of ice and put them in coolers in the garage do you understand the links that you go to to like, not even you, but just people in general to take care. And, and listen, you're listening to this podcast right now and you're like, yep, my mother's coming over and she always wants to know where the marshmallows are on the sweet potatoes. And my wife doesn't put marshmallows on her sweet potatoes. There's always somebody who's got to create drama. We can have a whole conversation. We'll do this before long in an episode about things that you learn to live without. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. But for us, it was ice. It was ice. And it was no big deal to us. And then we got a new, uh, something happened to the old refrigerator and we had to get a we new. We finally had to get one. Yeah, we got a new nice refrigerator and it had ice. And then we were like, how did we live without, without ice. chipped ice? Yeah. yeah. So happy Thanksgiving to you and just uh, keep it in the middle of the road and get your ice and make sure you check for that bag. All right. So on the way here to the App and Media Group, App and Podcast Network, we are about 30 miles directly north of downtown Atlanta in Alpharetta, Georgia. What was your hype song? I was uh, jamming to Justin Bieber, his new song, Holy, which doesn't sound like a jam, but it actually kind of is. It's got a, it's, it's catchy. It is catchy. I saw, I heard, I heard the first time when he did it on SNL, uh, maybe three or four weeks ago. And then he did it this past weekend on the American Music Awards. Yes. Um, and it's, it's catchy. I like it. And Justin Bieber at the AMAs, he looked good. He looked great. I think that there are, he, he's had, as we all do, I guess, he's had stages where he just didn't look good. Yeah. Didn't look healthy. No, and yeah, there, didn't look happy. Well, he's admitted if you watch his documentary, there were periods where he was on sleep medicine and he was imbibing too much and over prescription prescribed drugs and that type of thing. And then he got into that Michael Jackson hyperbolic chamber. He would lay in it and got his oxygen levels back up. And I am an unashamed. Well, there's way, there's ways that you can live a healthy lifestyle without having to do that. Maybe. Because not everybody can lay in a hyperbolic Jackson, chamber that. well and i'm an unashamed justin bieber like fan i have loved him since he arrived on the scene our kids loved him we went to see him a couple of times in concert i love him i've always been rooting for him because i think he's one of those super talented kids who probably got you some along the way and 
went off on some side roads as people do. And he sounds like he's, you know, he's so sweet. Like he's married to Haley Bieber and they've just got this cute little life going on. And he did. He looked really healthy, super clear eyed, self-confident, just looked like he was really enjoying performing. Because I think that's the thing. He has released some really good songs, but like people haven't almost think he's like doing like just one-off songs, but he's actually released some really good material. I just don't think people took him seriously. We will include in the letter this week. I've got um, a picture of him performing. And I also have this amazing Justin Bieber cake Mm. that we did for one of the kids for their birthdays that kind of looks like him, but they made him look enough like him. So they couldn't get sued. sued. Yeah. But you'll die when you see it. And the girls have on these um, little beaver shirts that say, I'm a believe I'm a, Believer. 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 Something. I'll show Believer. I'll, believer. We'll include them in the letter. You'll love it. It'll be great. Hit your inbox Saturday mornings at 910. It's another component of uh, this podcast and includes photographs and alternative titles and um, text left on red. Left on red. Red is a color. R-E-D. You're thinking, wait a minute, where's that come from? Left on red. Go back and listen to like episode four of this podcast. That's where that all began. Left on red to the number 22828. It's absolutely free. We don't sell your information to... Uh, to anybody. I've got one on the left on red. I had a listener reach out that lives in a rural part of Florida and they came upon a red light. Are you ready for this? And if you looked straight ahead, it was a cornfield and there was nothing coming. And she sat there and she sat there and she said cars were going by. She said the light changed for the other people three times. And at that point, she said to herself, I'm going to make a left on red. Yes, because there is that moment when you, you can almost justify this whole movement to yourself. Number one, because I am endorsing it and I'm all for it. And you have the go ahead to do that. And number two, because you think the light is broke. And that's my thing. Like if you get pulled over and you've been sitting there for 10 minutes, you can just say, listen, it wasn't I didn't make a left on red. The light is broken. <laughs> OK, it would not change. And you may have to video because you may need that in like some sort of deposition or court of law. But video yourself how long you've been sitting there. And if you sit, I think, for more than like three minutes. Did you, did you get a pass to make a left on red? To make Go, an illegal left on red. If nothing's I, coming. I think that they would tell you that's probably not the case. There is nothing. Co- what are you harming? I want to re-go back around to this because I know Richie, one of the police officers, you know, lo- Richie, who we love, who's does the podcast with you and is an Alfred, a police officer, has weighed in and said it's not legal to do. But that don't listen to him. It doesn't matter. Don't listen to someone who's a sworn officer of the law. Common sense takes over at some point. He can say that. But if you sit and sit and sit and sit and the other people are, why are they more important to you? Because they're going straight. Why? Because there's more traffic going that way. And the lights are time. time. Okay, let's not do that. But why? <sighs> why are straight drivers more important than left turners? No one says straight drivers are more important. That's what you're saying by saying that you have to sit there and continually right. wait it out. All right. Well, so add Justin Bieber holy. Okay, what's yours? Uh, Wet Willie. Oh, I love Wet Willie. I have recently been turned on to Wet Willie. Now, you and I have a very big generational gap between us. Yes. Um, okay, not so big. Well, right now it's okay. seven years. Yeah, As okay. we sit here today, right. seven years. It's a right. seven year difference. Okay. Remember, we've done this before. We'll do it again if you like. Yeah, like when I was yeah. getting, um, mm-hmm. when I was getting, um, Baptized at, at church, mm-hmm. you were graduating from Georgia. Okay, there, that's, that's, that's not the, the big gap. Uh huh. It, it, it's close you, to that. No, but that just means you found Jesus too late in life. <laughs> I was a child, I was a young child, Donald, when I got baptized. Okay. Uh, what Willie is um, a, a lead singer 
is a gentleman named Jimmy Hall. And Jimmy Hall is a blues and rock and roll great. Grammy winner. Um, Played with Jeff Beck. Allman Brothers. And you know this song. It's one of those songs this weekend that I'm adding to the Spotify Hype Song playlist that you may not know right now listening the song Weekend from Wet Willie. But when you hear the first five notes to the song, you are going to current this song up like you never have a song before in your life. It's just a feel-good song. Weekend. A lot of brass and mm-hmm. harmonicas and all that kind of stuff. And 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 I'm also adding um, this song to the Spotify High Song playlist because we have the Bluesy Christmas Uncorked show coming up. Yes. On Saturday night, December the 4th. Um, and we're going to do traditional Christmas songs with some blues to them, but also songs that uh, Jimmy Hall has been famous for. I went down this rabbit hole when I knew we were booking him for the second show at the Painted Horse Winery and Vineyards, and he was on American Bandstand. That's amazing. Like with Dick, that Dick he's Clark done. saying, "I'm yeah. a huge fan." And I'm like, well, "Wait a minute, this guy is legit." He was on American. Like, I don't think I was born yet. And and Jimmy Hall with what Willie was on American Bandstand. Okay, now there is a generation gap because I used to watch American Bandstand on Saturday afternoons. I watched American Bandstand, but I don't remember when when Jimmy Hall. Remember Dick Clark would have that long microphone. microphone. Yes, that long microphone, the little thing on the end of it, and he'd talk to the people. They'd go out and perform, and then they'd come over and sit with all the kids in the crowd, and he'd talk to them. He was like, it was like Carson Daly. He was the first TRL. American Bandstand was the first TRL. Yes. What was that dance show? Gold country, American Gold Showcase, where they would dance and no. stuff. That was like Dancing with the Stars. No, I'm what was it? Well, what, what, do you know what I'm I, talking I, about? I solid do. Gold. Yeah, Solid Gold. Yeah, the Solid Gold dancers. Solid Gold dancers. God, that was good. And the host had that voice. You know, he's like, here comes the Solid Gold dancers. And then there was Soul Train. Yeah, that was also on with all of those. All, all right. those on Saturday. So two new additions to the Spotify hypes on playlist. Very easy to find if you're traveling for Thanksgiving and you're catching up on episodes. Uh, we appreciate that, but I'm sure there's going to come a point when you're just tired of hearing us talk, and that's okay, too. So you can hit pause on the podcast, shift over to Spotify, plug in Caddy Don Hype songs, and the entire list from January 7th, 2020 is going to pop up. That's two new songs every single episode. So it's like three days of music. Yeah. All genres represented. Thanksgiving quarantine um, in a quarantine, in a pandemic, is is challenging for everybody. And, you know, the CDC, Center for Disease Control, based here in Atlanta, has warned people, you know, to have small gatherings, do not fly. Um, I I believe that we have used, okay, I'll speak for myself. I have used the pandemic since March as an excuse for anything that I did not want to do. There, I said it. Oh, my word. Because you can. Give me an example. Uh, an example would be, oh, Donna. Um, like going to someone's birthday or no, a I dinner. Can't. I'm sorry. There, did you not know? We're in a pandemic. Now, there are those that would argue, that would say, but Cadillac Jack, I've heard you talk about the fact that you've been on vacation during a pandemic. You've been to a bar. I've been to a bar. I've been to a nightclub. Uh, you know, we were out to eat the night that Governor Kemp shut down the state. We were also out to eat the night that he opened up this state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got a haircut the day that Governor Kemp opened up the state of Georgia. I back think in, we had our feet rubbed. Back in May. We did. Mm-hmm. We got a foot massage mm-hmm. during a pandemic. So you can say, but Cadillac Jack, you're not being consistent here. It doesn't matter. That's the beauty of a pandemic. You can kind of pick and choose the things that you do want to do and that you don't want to do. And for the things that you don't want to do, you can just throw the pandemic flag. Okay. And I think that's what a lot of people are doing for Thanksgiving. Today. Yes. So there are a lot of people who they are not welcoming in relatives or grandparents it's, it's, it has or nothing, friends and family. has nothing to do with the pandemic. You just don't want them at your home. Well, and maybe you kind of. And this gives you a valid excuse. You've kind of gotten used to like your little bubble and you just want to do something small this year. So you're like, okay, well, you know. How, you know. how are we going to get this across? How are we going to explain to everyone that we just don't want them here, but do it in a very soft way? And you do that using the pandemic. And you could just like refer to Anthony Fauci. 
Like Fauci says, like and people, every, if you said Fauci, people be like, if you had said that in January, they're like, who's Fauci? Now everybody be like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, okay. Governor Kemp says, you need. <coughs> I don't have it. Really? <laughs> <laughs> but they're saying have Thanksgiving outside, have have small gatherings. I mean, that means you got to put up a table outside. Not doing it. Find some level land so your table doesn't fall down. And then you're going to put your food out there and our fly is going to get on. You got to keep it covered. It's just a lot. Just, so just tell people, let's do it much simpler. I mean, year. I'm kind of, ha- I have this today with you because like my sister and my niece were going to come over and you're kind of like, eh. Donna, I did not. Whoa, 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 whoa. I didn't. I, I wasn't the one like, eh. I think you went, eh. Well, we were just trying to decide like, do, what if we both, you know, then what if we exposed or got exposed and we, one of us has to take care of my mom? So there are all these issues around it. But you're right. I do think people are using it this year as a way to just hunker down in their house, not have to cook a huge meal. And stay in your sweats all day. And stay in your sweats all day. Because you're used to being in your sweats all day. Do you really want to put on your Thanksgiving sweater? And have to eat and entertain people. My answer is no. <laughs> and we're going out to eat. We're not even cooking. This is the first time in my life that I've never had turkey. Me too. I don't know how I feel about it. I think you're the one that made the reservation. I know. Well, we'll see today how it goes down. I do want to tell you, I have some little turkey slices and some honey baked ham hidden in the outdoor refrigerator. There's a honey baked ham hit? Slices. Because I just know the problem with Thanksgiving, it's not the Thanksgiving meal. It's the leftovers. You know, you want to go get that little, I call it a poo-poo platter. About nine o'clock, you want to go get your honey baked ham, your turkey, your deviled eggs, your green bean casserole. All of those things that weren't going to happen. Sweet potato casserole. I'm so hungry. Your yeast rolls. Oh my gosh. Just think about your corn casserole. My corn casserole that I've made every year. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should start cooking. I'm not going to miss We got to get off this podcast. We got to get off this podcast. Start cooking. Everyone loves the no, corn casserole. People, people tell you that they love your corn casserole. It's always I, a little dry. That's not true. It is very true, Donna. No one's ever no. had. No one's ever had the courage to tell you. But the corn casserole is a little dry. You need to add some milk or something just to. It has butter, maybe in sour cream. I want to stop the podcast right now. I want to stop and apologize to everyone in the studio because my feet smell and I can smell them. And I know if I can smell them, that everyone in here can smell them. I it's can't a, it's smell. a pair of white tennis shoes oh. that I've been wearing without socks because you stole my flip flops. You threw okay. them away. Here we go. Not, and we're getting off on a tangent here, but I'm sorry. I feel the need to do this. Okay. <laughs> For weeks now, I, I do not like to walk around without something on my feet. Okay. And I'm not a big sock fan. I like to have some flip flops and Tevas or something. And so for my entire life, I've walked around the house with a pair of flip-flops on, and suddenly they're gone. They're gone. They are nowhere to be found Why would I take your flip-flops? Don't know, because they maybe got a little smelly or the squishy, and so when they would flip, there'd be a little more of a flop to them, you know, and it was it was loud a little bit. And so I have been wearing sneakers. Halfway on your feet. Halfway on my feet for about three weeks now, and they smell horrible. Okay. They sm- I can smell them right now as I sit here, and I'm about to gag. But I just want to tell you I would come clean. But where are they? Seriously. Okay. Donna, flip-flops don't just disappear. They don't just disappear. You, so what is your thing? Where are they? And why did you do that? You know because you are? said to me the other day, you said maybe you wore them somewhere and didn't bring them home. Who on earth leaves their house with footwear and then comes back barefoot? How does that even happen? All right. Here's where they are. I guarantee you. They're upstairs in the movie room. I have not been upstairs since Easter. You have. You went up and changed the cat litter box. And you, I'm telling you, they're upstairs. And I've told you that, but you just don't want to go back upstairs to look for them. Instead, you want to accuse me. And every time, it's so funny, every time you wear your little tennis shoes halfway on your feet, you'll walk by and give me the side eye. And I'm like, I didn't take 
your flip flops. Don't want them. Wouldn't pick them up. Wouldn't want to. I mean, if I picked them up. Just F with me. That's what you did. No, I didn't. I didn't. I've looked everywhere. Okay. All right. I'm I bet sorry. you. I bet I you haven't. I bet if you look up yeah, stairs, you're fine. Yes. Right. Okay. Regardless, though, I, I apologize to everyone in the studio because it's killing me the smell. Okay. Well, we will solve the oh, great flip flop caper in the next pod because I guarantee you, if you will walk your butt upstairs, they're up there. Now I can smell your feet. See. Now that you brought it up, I can smell it. I know. I apologize to everybody. Mm. Let's talk about gift cards and dinner affair. Okay. Um, well, that's not a good huh? segue. I mean, speaking of cruddy segues. I'm sorry. It's just the way that it Let's fell. talk about things that smell good. Great food right. smells good. But there's also an alternative in this. Uh, you know, listen, if 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 you have friends or family members and you want to impress them with a truly unique gift, uh, dinner affair gift cards are what that truly unique gift can be. And what your friend or family member are they're able to do is just what you do here in Atlanta as a, 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 a very excited and satisfied customer at dinner affair. And that is your friends and family members, regardless of where they are, because they ship nationwide. They can go to the Dinner Affair website, and they can have the same experience that you do with Dinner Affair, and that is uh, chef-inspired, chef-created meals for dinner with the family uh, at a very uh, efficient cost, Donna. And here's the best part. If somebody gives you a gift that you, you know, you always get like candles, or, or even now, like we've talked about, if you get flowers, they're going to last a day or two, and that's it. This is a gift that will last someone an entire month. And I mean, what better gift than to give someone food or meals? Because what you're really giving them is, is not just food. Back. You're giving them time back. You're giving them time with their family. You're giving them time to not have to stand in the kitchen, not have to go to the grocery store. So if you're listening to the podcast and you've heard us talk about dinner affair for a very long time, it's your opportunity to try it. Try it for yourself. Send it to someone. Send it to a family member, maybe your parents, elderly parents who, you know, you're worried about them going back into the grocery stores. This is a great way to do it. The food comes completely packed on dry ice. You don't have to do anything with it. And they basically open the cooler, take the food out, put it in their freezer, and they're good to go. And the promo code works for gift cards also. $30 off your first order. Enter the promo code CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y. CADDY is the promo code. Uh, dinners, dinner fare tailored for all ages and all tastes. Uh, kids love, I know ours do, that uh, they keep all the spicy salsas and onions and other ingredients separate for your pickiest eaters. Two to three easy steps. Get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed. We have been uh, fans and uh, of Dinner Affair at our family for years and years and years. Dinner, A-F-A-R-E.com. That is Dinner Affair. I don't want to Zoom with you like on a random Tuesday, so why would I want to Zoom with you on a Friday night at a holiday office, a Zoom holiday office party, Donna. I can't think of anything that I would. You're going to use Corona to get out of that. Can you? Yeah, I guess you could. Just be, I don't feel good. Yeah, you can, again, you can throw the Corona pandemic flag anywhere you want. Like show up on the Zoom Even box fit, with like a thermometer in your mouth. Be yeah. like, oh, I'm, I'm. But why, 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 why would you want to have a Zoom because you do business Zoom calls all week with these people, and you have been doing this for eight months. Why suddenly do you want to throw on a Santa hat and make ship an old-fashioned and then continue to have Zoom time with these same group of characters? It's horrible. And here's Just what cancel it. Well, 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 here's the other thing. The whole part of a Christmas party is you get to get a babysitter for your kids, and you and your spouse get to dress up, and you're kind of like it's like a date. Christmas parties are all holiday parties are always like the biggest thing too, because you kind of get to if your spouse doesn't know people, you get to show them off and introduce them to people, and sometimes that goes really wrong. But you know, for the most part, it's like it's your chance to go out and like be adults and have a good night out. And here's the best part: the tab 
is on the company. If you are at home Zooming with your office holiday party, you're drinking your own liquor. Right. Which makes no sense at all. Eating your own food. What fun is that? I mean, if they were going to drop ship you some liquor and some food and everybody's going to drink the same thing and eat the same thing at the same time, like maybe they sent some fillets and some liquor and you got to open it up. But yeah, I mean, I can't think of anything worse. And let me tell you something. We've had some barn burners, barn burner holiday parties. Don and I, if you're new to the podcast, Don and I met at work years ago. We both worked in radio. I was in programming. I've been an on-air personality my entire life. Donna has been a sales marketing genius her entire life as well. And so we met at work. And the first time that we became public was at a Christmas party, if you recall. Yes. And it had been rumored people were talking because we kept it under wraps for the longest time that we were seeing each other. Uh, we had divorced our, our first spouses and um, had decided we met working a very active account for the radio station. The biggest well, we account. we were like best friends. That. Okay. And, and so we saw each other nearly on a daily basis because we worked for the biggest account that the radio station had. I was the endorser for this account and you were the sales rep. Right. And so we were working hand in hand every day on this account and we just began to enjoy one another's company. Well, we would also go to dinner and we were both of us were in the middle of divorces and we would talk about, oh, you know, are we ever going to get out of this and what's going to happen. So, yes, that's how we got together. And our first mm. first official debut was at this Christmas party, which, as a side note, was in downtown Marietta. It was an event facility an next event to the train tracks, next to the train track. And if you've ever been to a radio station holiday party or event, I'm talking in the 90s, it would get out of control within 30 minutes this place had run out of glassware and so you had to carry your glass around all night your own glass and they would just refill it with liquor but nobody would set their glass around so you would see just groups of people all of the pictures or groups of people having a conversation with their glass and some of those who were really ambitious maybe like myself had two glasses just in case you had to have a glass an air and a spare you know what I mean just in case something happened but we it was a barn burner they were like they shut down shortly after that i think that somebody told me that they said afterwards it was like a tornado came through there after we were done and then we had a party well, we're not done there yet oh we went to david allen co mm, at, at cowboys, cowboys after that particular party but we had to clear the event facility and get everybody out which was very challenging for a couple of different reasons and here's why there was an on-air personality who had consumed quite a bunch of alcohol and she had passed out in the women's bathroom. But not just in, anywhere. She was blocking the door. the door. And so yeah. they could not open the door to to allow women to go to the restroom. And she was a big gal. I mean, you couldn't push the door. I'm just telling you, nobody could get in the bathroom. And it, what do you do? You can't open a door and knock into someone's head. It was a mess. All right, that happened. Let's just move on from that one. Well, but again, that was a special one for us because we, we, were we, we went as a couple yeah. and left as a couple. Oh, and people that. are like, oh my gosh. They're so cute. How long have y'all been together? We're like six years. Not according <laughs> to court documents, but you know. We've been, Everybody's like, oh, we always thought y'all should be together. Yeah. We're like, yeah. We All right, Papacito's is a Mexican restaurant Yes. here in Atlanta. And for maybe two, three years, Papacito's was the host of the annual, back then it was ABC Disney. Yeah. Christmas party. Same group of people. Victor Sanson, who was our president and general manager. And, and we had a private room, but we couldn't just stay in our room. No. We, we wouldn't do that. So it spread out through the restaurant and we did this conga line through the restaurant while people are trying to eat. And then somebody had the idea that we should do a limbo. Contest. Contest. So you've got women in short dresses doing limbo contest. And we got there was that. one particular on-air personality that didn't wear panties yeah. this night. 
to this Christmas party. Somebody had to get an umbrella. They had to get an umbrella. It was raining. But they had to get an umbrella from the front. You know, when you go into a restaurant, you set to you the set your umbrella. Right. Yeah. Where you set the your umbrella right there in the corner at the front of the restaurant. They had to go get an umbrella, uh, someone's umbrella, and, and open it up so that every time this particular female on-air personality went under the limbo stick. And it got lower and lower. They had to. And her dress got higher and higher. They had to um, shield, not our party. I mean, everyone in our party had seen her poo Okay. They had to shield the other diners. Well, come Stop. on. Come on, you know. Come on. Everybody's seen that Stop. thing. Stop. Um, they had to shield the other just diners that were there to have like burritos with their families for her poussoir. Okay. By, 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 by an umbrella. <laughs> it was crazy. Thinking back now, can you Stop. imagine if you had been out with your family just having a, a Friday night dinner? <laughs> and all of a sudden, Stop. there's a conga line, 30 people deep. And there's women flashing their stop, stop, vaginas. Stop it, stop. What would you have done? They complained. They were we got a lot of complaints. So well, what we happened? We got kicked is, out of there. We got kicked out of there. We were no longer allowed to go back to Papacitos. It all started though at the Ritz mm. in Buckhead. And I remember when I was hired by this particular radio station when I was 19 years old. I forgot about those. The Ritz parties. Yes. Yeah, those and were crazy. Let me tell you something. Nineteen year old kid going. I'd, I'd never been to a Ritz in my life. I didn't know what it was. Like a Ritz Carlton. Yeah. Right. And and so. Um, Victor, again, who was always... No, no, no. Those were Norm's parties. Norm was at the... Okay, Norm yes. Shrutt, um would throw those. And I remember just... I remember being so, Donna, just wide-eyed Out at of these your parties because mm-hmm. I was 19. And most everybody there was twice my age. And I remember you rich salespeople. Y'all would be like, We're, we got a room. We got a room. And I'm like, what? How much is the damn room that the Ritz-Carlton cost? And it's like $900 or some shit. And I'd be, be like, I'm in the wrong side of the building. I'm yeah. in the wrong side. I'm, I'm barely making my post-apartment rent every month right now. Yeah, we'd be camped out for the week. Y'all would be, you Richie salespeople. Yeah. You and Mayor Gordon and uh, Sarah. Cindy Caldwell, all those people. But yeah. I remember just thinking, wow, one day I wonder if I'll ever be able to stay at the Ritz-Carlton. And you did. Many yeah. a time. Yeah. Much later. Yeah. But those got out of hand. Well, and everybody and who's listening. And the Ritz finally said, you know what? You got to go away. You, you got to go away. We, there were so many places we were kicked out of, but I think there's a lot of people who host these holiday parties. If you think about like into the 80s and the 90s and even the thousands, you know, 2000 and all that, that's when companies were spending a fortune on holiday parties. And then now, like you said, I mean, the perks for working for a company, unfortunately, and it's not necessarily the company's fault. Everybody's just squeezed so thin, but they've gone down and down and down. You know, people used to give out gift cards <laughs> or whatever, and now you barely get anything if you're... If you're lucky. And I'll tell you one, too. I, when I worked for V103, another radio station here in town. Which is an urban station. It's an urban station. So we had a joint birth, We had a joint holiday party with WAOK, which was our sister AM station, which was a gospel station. And we always called the party. It wasn't called this. Oh, on paper. Yeah, it was under the table. We called it heaven and hell. Because on the V103 side, it would be, I mean, full party shots you know shots 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 and i mean dancing and all this and then you look across the room literally the same ballroom and there'd be people over there eating mints and <laughs> hanging out at their sunday tables seriously with their finest sunday church stuff because that that was the good side of the table and you had to kind of make a decision which way you gonna go for the night because if you needed something from somebody on the AOK side, maybe you had like a big media buy coming up and you really needed that gospel support, you might need to stand on that side of the room. But if you got over on that side of the room, you couldn't get on the other side of the room. You couldn't go back and forth. You know what I mean? You were either on one side or the other. Most of the time I was on the other side. Which one? Uh, the hail. Yeah. That's what I figured. Where the shots, shots, yeah. shots, shots. You were shots. leading the chant a bit. No. I wasn't. Were you the only Caucasian employee? 
Uh, one of a few. At that radio station. Yeah, one of a few. Because you've told the story before that when you played on the softball team, that your jersey says Snow White. I was Snow White. Yep. Yeah. It was a great experience. It's probably one of the best experiences of my life to sell for an urban radio station because urban radio in Atlanta, and especially V103, has as much of a legacy as working for a country station or working for a rock station. Um, it was it was great. Again, what those stations mean to local communities in any market you're listening to. It's amazing the things that they do and, and the promotions we would do. And the large, I, that was the first time that I learned about really thinking big for promotions, you know, that we would do a sticker stop where we would give away stickers and 2000 people would be lined up to get a bumper sticker, you know, or to, to meet whoever was in the morning at the time, you know, it was just, um, it was amazing. It was amazing. So good times. Shots, 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 shots. Shot, shot. Black Friday shopping uh, all over. But let me tell you this. If you are looking to replace furniture in your home, regardless of, of uh, what room it may be, you're going to save a lot, a lot of money. You're going to save a lot of money when you shop local with Gallery Furniture, Brownsbridge Road, and Gainesville. I mentioned um, uh, the, 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 the family that drove from Winterville, Georgia, an hour and a half one way to Gallery Furniture. And I've spoken with this particular podcast, Podpeep, since, since their furniture was delivered. Uh, and they said, listen, for the savings that, that we got from shopping at Gallery Furniture, we'd have driven any distance because well, it, it, it was worth it. That too. You know, if you go to a big box furniture retailer, uh, say this weekend even, uh, and you want to get some new stuff maybe before Christmas for the house, uh, your stuff's not going to be in before Christmas. It's just not going to happen. Gallery Furniture has trucks arriving every single day from all over. And they also have their own fleet of trucks to deliver you stuff. Now, you got a truck or you want to borrow a friend's truck or a neighbor's truck, you can pick your stuff up the day that you buy at Gallery Furniture. It's that simple. And that's one of so many different bonuses about shopping local with Donna and her daughter, Marilyn, as the Wolfman Legacy continues. Absolutely. And everyone who has gone up and spent time with Donna and looked for furniture has gotten back to us and said, Thank you so much. It was the best experience. It was so easy. Sometimes when you are making large purchases, you're nervous going in. You're like, am I going to spend too much? Am I not going to get the credit that I need? Am I not going to get it delivered when I want? And every single person that has shopped with Gallery has said, you know what? It was a great experience from the time I pulled in to the time I left. And we keep telling you, we can't tell you enough. It's so important right now to buy local, support local businesses um, because they are the backbone of this country and they are the ones who can really make those decisions on the fly. You're not going to have to go to a computer and wait to see if you've been approved or wait to see if you can get your furniture delivered. Donna can make those decisions right on the spot. On Instagram, Gallery Furniture GA. Gallery Furniture GA. You can see all the newest stuff that's just arrived in the showroom, but also uh, check out the Ask for the Wolfman merchandise, which is available now. Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Pitcher of Gainesville. I lost it when I learned my husband is working from home until June. Mm, mm. I want to share, I'm going to read, this is not going to take long at all here, but this is an article that was written by a wife who learned that her husband, Dave, was going to be working from home until June 2021. My husband, Dave, bless his soul, doesn't require a long time. He says it's because he was an only child and he got too much of it as a kid. I think it's just Dave. Last night, I asked Dave to describe his ideal Saturday. He told me he'd like to sleep in a little. That was quickly followed by then we'd have a family breakfast and we'd all go for a little hike. I'm an introvert. My ideal Saturday, it would start with me waking up in a hotel room by myself. Not every Saturday, maybe just once a month to recharge my battery. Please know that I adore Dave. 
I love our two beautiful daughters. I'm grateful that we are healthy. But when Dave and his girls head to a playground for a few hours, I feel joyful, like really joyful. So it should come as no surprise that the COVID-19 epidemic has tested my marriage. Dave and I have both been working at home since March, and it feels like there's no end in sight. Earlier this month, they filmed my reaction to the news that he isn't expected back to the office until June 2021. Spoiler alert, I wasn't thrilled. A friend suggested I put it on TikTok. It'll go viral, she said. I've always wanted to go viral, I exclaimed. My first and last TikTok video I've peaked has racked up nearly 1 million views. How about that? The comments, there are 1,200 of them, are terrific. Many people believe I'm just disappointed because I've been having an affair and my boyfriend can't come over anymore. Others have suggested that they file for divorce. But most women seem to understand exactly where I'm coming from. They get it. It's the dishes in the sink. It's the constant interruptions. Hey, have you seen my sunglasses? It's the lowering of the thermostat. I'm ready to send my hubby to go live with his mother, wrote one person in the comments. Another added, I feel you, Rachel. It's been nine months for me, and prison is looking good. If you adore your husband, but you are ready to roll him in a carpet and drop him in a body of water, drop him in a body of water, please know that you're not alone. I am right there with you. You can have a wonderful marriage but not want to spend every single waking moment with your partner. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go pick Dave's socks up off the floor. Mm, this post on TikTok, we'll include it in the letter this Saturday, her reaction. Uh, it went viral. And I this mean, is an preach, article sister. that I picked up from the Today Show. Preach. Yeah. What about it? Well, it's just a lot. I mean, and it's not just men and women, but it's just there's a lot of people on top. And if you are an extrovert introvert, I am, um, you crave alone time sometimes. And alone time doesn't necessarily mean being at the beach by yourself for a week. I think that's great if you're able to do that. Alone time, like she said, can just be just can y'all go to the grocery store together and just if I had an hour in the house alone. You know, maybe it's going to, I don't, because you're so limited. It used to be like you could go get your nails done and sit for a while, but maybe you're not doing that in the pandemic. So there's just nowhere to escape to. And I've said this before. I think that these kids have become not our, our I'm speaking not just our kids, but all kids have become very needy too in the pandemic because they're so used to seeing us and they almost get indignant and angry when you have to work, you know, and it's like somebody's got to keep things going around here. We have to work, but they get mad. It's like, you know, you're supposed to be constantly there chef cook teacher all this and then especially with the husbands and the just a lot of people in your space well it was funny the thermostat line because we've been wrestling about the thermostat specifically in the past couple days i will wake up in the morning and it is like a meat locker and i'm like some fool got up in the middle of the night and And turn it down to 68 turn it down to 68 which we've had this conversation on a previous pod you're going to freeze the system at some point I thought it was the kids that just did that. No, it's you padding out there. And the eating. It's like you'll just get up at like one in the morning and just eat an entire box of Pop-Tarts. Just who, for the heck of me? it. Yeah. Well, okay. Not an entire box. but I, I graze. And you'll eat stuff in bed. It's like our, our bedroom has become this lounge area. Like where you'll sit back there and eat like Cheez-Its. Cheese straws. Cheese straws. I mean, there's stuff everywhere. And watch Netflix. The other day I tried to, I was going to get in go. the bed Here and I go. stepped on one of those cheese straws and it just disintegrated. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, what is this? But it's not just us. And I think that's what, what Rachel and her husband Dave are talking about in this article, that, that everybody's having to adjust. And it doesn't mean that you have a bad marriage. It doesn't mean that you're... You don't want to be your with marriage the person. Is, 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 is failing. It's just, it's a very trying time and everyone's trying to find... You know, people are also... We didn't expect... I say we... I didn't expect this to last as long. 
Come on. No. Who, who expected us to go through time, two time changes? Yeah. Like yeah. we've already sprung forward and fallen back and we're still in the damn pandemic. You yes. know, when are we going to be done with this shit? You know, and, and there is no answer. I think that that's why it makes it even uh, a little more trying. I do too. So just uh, hang in there, love one another and check in on those. It may be struggling. Uh, we laugh a lot about this, but, uh, and, and, and see the comedic side of it, but there truly are people that are struggling right now yes. uh, because of the pandemic and, and because of the unknown and because of the anxiousness and things like that. And it can be a very trying time as well. Yeah. So. Just things that are out of your control. And it is Thanksgiving. If you're listening on Thanksgiving upload day and just, you know, finds, it sounds so like small, but it is true. Find something to be thankful about today. If you can just find one thing that'll keep you going for one more day. We have a small ask of you three things. If you are able, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Number two, if you would, rate and leave five-star reviews to the podcast. And number three, show our sponsors some love. And our sponsors include Gallery Furniture in Gainesville and also Dinner Affair, dinneraffare.com. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor of our weekly e-letter, The Letter. Hit your inbox free Saturday mornings at 9.10. New episodes on Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, My Second Act. We are proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network.